somebody there is a reason isn't it what is the good news what is good news how many of you want bad news bad news is not easy to handle you don't need anybody to preach bad news in this world once the devil is here bad news will continue to come and bad news sells in this world more than good news all of us when something bad happens you want to just go and open your radio or your television to see or to hear what happened but if something good happen, nothing pushes you to listen or to watch, isn't it? When you have your phone and there's an alert of bad news, you want to just open it and find out what is happening. But if you have an alert of good news that Jesus loves you, how many of you open it? So we always will rush to know what is bad and not what is good. Those who are good children at home, we don't talk much about them than those who create trouble in the house. Every day, the name that is mentioned most in a home is the one that gives trouble. True or false? The one that is obedient, that does things well, that does everything well, nobody says anything until something goes wrong. Oh? So this world itself 
unless you make an effort, conscious effort to bring good news, people won't listen to it. And I believe that there are reasons why the first thing that Jesus commanded us to preach the good news is a command to every believer, to every Christian. A command you don't debate on a command. You don't reason with a command. You obey commands. You don't say, oh, Jesus, let me see whether I can do it. No. If it's a command, you better have find a way of doing it. Not say, I want to see whether I can do it. Find a way of doing it. So Jesus commanded us to go out and preach the good news to all what? Say, go ye into the world. Go ye, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every person that I created, whether yellow, white, black, indigo, short, tall, fat, smallish, big, it doesn't matter. One, the person is a, is a, is a creature, is, is being created by God. The Bible says that that person needs salvation because all men, the Bible says, all have sinned and have what? Come short of the glory of God. All of us, all have sinned. Oh, what for me? I haven't sinned. Well, once you are, you are not a sinner because you stole something, I told you last week, or because you lied, or because uh, you took somebody's wife, or because you took somebody's daughter. That is not it. You are a, the reason why you did that, because it's a sinner that does it. You are a sinner because you were born a sinner. A mango, that the fruit of a mango uh, is just, the reason why it has got a mango fruit because it was a mango tree. It came from a mango tree. I can't plant papa and expect to get a mango tree, uh, mango fruit, unless you use some, uh, uh, some, some grafting, even grafting, you have to take mango. Uh, there, there's some element of mango that is going to produce that mango. Oh? Huh? So the reason why you sin is difficult and people sin is not because maybe they want to sin, because they are sinner by nature. Sometimes Paul said, the good thing that I want to do, I am not able to do it. But rather the bad thing, how many of you go through that one? The, you see, not that people don't know what to do. The good thing you want to do, you are not able to do. But rather the bad things you don't want to do, they are the very thing you do. 
Have you gone through that? If you haven't gone through it, you're not a human being. Or you are lying in church. So now there is a desire. You are not satisfied with the kind of life you are living. Everybody is saying you are bad. And you, you yourself, you know you are bad. <laughs> and you want to change, but you can't change. <laughs> Today you will say, oh God, 31st night. You come to 31st and you cry, oh God, help me by 2nd January. The problem is the sinful nature in you. If that sinful nature is not dealt with, we can just decorate you. You will still go back and do it. But if the inside changes, then it begins to gradually take control over the outward. Then whatever you do, it's not because you are comp it's a compulsory thing that you should do or you want to please men, but it is your nature. You, you just desire, want to do it. And Paul said, the bad thing that I don't want to do, that's what I do. And the good thing that I want to do, I'm not able to do. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. What a conflict. Most of us are going through that. And most of us have been condemned because of that by society. But that is not it. They say, oh, Prophet Akadi, then I'll continue to swim. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but let's continue the, the solution. The solution is there. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. The law that is telling you is good. If there's no traffic light and you're past, you have him, you won't know you have broken rule. But when there's traffic light and the red is there and you're past, that makes you. Eh? So the law, it makes you see that you're a lawbreaker. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. The nature of sin. Oh, let's continue. When you end it here, you continue to sin. As, <laughs> for I know that, I know that good itself does not dwell in me. That's a sinful, his sinful nature he was describing for Christ came in. In my sinful nature, see, I, I spoke to you, <laughs> for I have the desire to do what? To do what is good. Look, everybody wants to do good. Everybody, they are making two no two but inside them, everybody have a desire to do good, but you have no power to do that good. Let's continue. Oh, I love. Uh, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Have you seen yourself? Have you seen yourself in the scripture? Let me continue. If I leave it here, Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. If I bring forth mango tree, mango fruit, it is no longer I, it's because I was created a mango. So if I want to change this mango seed, I must change the tree. 
That is where, why the new birth is important. You can have very nice people, but they, are still, they still have sinful nature. Nice! Last week I said, nice! You can have well-educated monkey that can put on a television with a remote control they can do other things. You can have some dogs that are well trained, that know how to open, and that know how to even open some other things which a Ghanaian village boy cannot do. But it doesn't make that monkey a citizen of Ghana. Oh? You might even teach it. To know economics. Take that animal to school, teach it economics, teach it science, teach it whatever it can do. But still, when they say we should elect a president, the finger does not matter. It is not one of us. Or you can go and walk and dress nicely with a tie, even though it has got a tail. <laughs> and it walked here to the police station with a pen. And somebody dressed ragged, don't even know when they write the name. He can't even spell his name, can't write his name. The monkey can understand this is my name. But the monkey will be disqualified because the mother and the father is a monkey. <laughs> the Ghanaian or the village boy may behave like an animal, but he's still a human being. He might not know how to write his name. He will come and ask, you see anything? Whether he has or the, say, oh, this is how to do they have to help him put his hands on boy. He still had more, a better position than a very cultured animal. animal. The animal may learn how to eat with chopsticks. And when you give fork and knife to that Ghana boy, you take the right before you go to the mouth, all is down. <laughs> have you seen that one before? When you started learning. You pick it, the thing goes there, and, and then you look around. If nobody's watching you, <laughs> you use the, the natural fork and knife. These are the fork, and this is the knife. Cut it, and this is the spoon. Three in one. Then Paul continued. So I find this law at work. So there's a certain law at work in the fallen man. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. Although we want to do good, evil is right there. I didn't know. Someone said, I remember somebody was praying. He came to me, pastor. Excuse me to you. He said, pray. 
I want to serve God. A sincere young man, he wants to serve God, but some the body is. Uh. So he said, God, prophet, help me. Pray that I'll become, uh, I don't function as a man. That is how serious the person is yearning to serve God. I said, whether you function as a man or not, sin, even if you die as a man, there are other areas that will sin. You better learn, learn how to control them through the new birth. So let's look at what Paul said. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. And that is you. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. Making me a prisoner of what? Of what? The law of sin. That wherever you move as if you have been in cave, you've been in prison to obey that law of sin. You have no power. A prisoner is when you are kept and you have no power. You don't have power yourself to be able to move out. Is that not it? So sin can imprison you. You move here. You don't want to do it, but it's controlling your life. The solution is what I'm going to tell you. Let's continue. Then he became very frustrated. How many of you don't get frustrated? All of us get frustrated with that. Hey, everybody have got some sin. Don't make your face as if I'm telling lies. I'm telling the truth. Some sin that pulls you back. So you, some of us have got certain things. And the Bible says that if you are angry with your friend or brother without a cause, you are like a murderer. So that one is a sin. So let's look at it. This sin makes you cry out. And many are crying out. What a wretched man I am. Sometimes you come and you don't feel like you are worthy to walk. Even though people know you've dressed nicely, you come to church and you're singing nicely. Inside you, you know you are not. Something is telling you that, look, I'm not worthy to worship God. I tell you, anytime you sin, no matter how terrible it is, don't run away. Come to the house of God. This is the place where the medicine is. Hey, let everybody say anything. Hey, come. He said, then that made him cry, oh, wretched man. He saw himself as what? A wretched man. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? That is his cry. Then the answer came. When there's tongues, it meant the person have given you a, 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 a solution. When you say thank you, it means that the thing has been, somebody has given you something. So he said, thank be to God. Who delivers me through what? You see, the sin aspect makes you crave, but the 
solution also comes from God, who brings his son to meet without the craving of coming out of the sin, solution cannot come. When you are not hungry, nobody can give you food. When you are not hungry, you don't enjoy the food. <laughs> so, there was an hunger in him. He was a craving in him to come out of it. He became helpless. God said, this is where grace can now work. If you cannot help my, yourself, I will come down and I'm going to provide for myself. Oh. Ah, thank be to God. I love that. Who delivers me? How does he deliver you? Through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature is slave the law of sin. Continue. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. All this you are going through make you condemn yourself. So he's telling you that in Christ, that is why we have to preach the gospel. If you want to, some say, oh, when you go, they will keep your, they will balance your sins and your, uh, have you heard that before? They will put your good here and put uh, uh, your good on the right and your bad and sin. So when the way <laughs> the thing goes down here, hey, it's a lie. If you are a sinner, you are a sinner. God sees you through the Christ Jesus. It is only through Christ Jesus that you can be righteous. But God will not even tolerate any sin. Is it a small sin, big sin? How many of you know that if you kill a five-year boy, it's murder? Is it? What about 20 years? What about 75 years old man? What about 100 year old man? It doesn't matter how old the person is. It is killing. It doesn't matter what it is. It is still sin. <laughs> so if killing an old man will have to jail you, killing five years will also Jane, isn't it? So don't measure sins according to somebody's life. So the, oh, I want me I'm better. When I look at this man's sin, ah, I know for me I'll go to heaven. <laughs> As if God is using people's sin to measure another. No, you'll be surprised the one you think you are more holier than will be in heaven and you without Christ will go to hell. So because of this, is it not a good news? When people are struggling to come out and it's an easy way to come out. Then when Christ then comes into you, your spirit gets born again. You receive Jesus in your life. Your spirit then becomes mixed up. You receive him in your, then Jesus then lives in you. Instead of Satan 
operating and dealing with your spirit, God is the one that will now deal directly with your spirit. God, Satan, man, sin. Adam, sin. In fact, it's not your sin, it's Adam. Adam sinned first. If Adam hadn't sinned, like all of you, no temptation can overcome you. You go, oh, Satan, he said he can't come close to you because he has no power. When he sinned, he gave access to the devil that I'm your master now. So anything, if you buy somebody and he gives birth, the children is yours too. So Satan can demand whatever he wants to do with your life. Until you're transferred for the, to God, there's only two populations. When the population of this world is two. When he did the counting. He said, Prophet, how? Is it not billion? No, it's two. The first, Adam, and what? He looks at you through the first Adam. Your family tree. <laughs> or he looks at you through the last Adam. So that you don't become even a king. Not because you are the most, excuse me to use that, sensible person. But because you are from a certain lineage. If not, in the throne of England, everybody can go and vie for it. But no matter how rich you are, no matter how wise you are, no matter how educated you are, no matter how you've trained yourself to behave like a king, they will never, 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 because you don't come from that bloodline. Am I right? The same way, if you are born through Christ, then you can sit, you inherit, and you also you are a royal person in the house of God. So God either will look at you through the through Christ or look at you through Adam. Where are you? Which plane are you inside? Adam Plain, which is London at hell. Or Jesus Plain, which is London where? Which one would you like? So what we're doing is God said, just go and tell people, free ticket. Free ticket. Free ticket. Reserve ticket. Just take it. The day you are traveling, you just take your ticket and they give you a pass, uh, a boarding pass. And you go. And somebody said, somebody said they will enter. You see, it will depend on your, your, your ticket. The ticket tells you where you are going. So all men by nature were given one ticket, hell. Then Jesus said, look, I want to change it. Whosoever is willing, let him come. There's another plane here. It's empty. There's more space there. And that is why we have to go out. How can they accept it unless somebody preaches to them? 
So that is why I'm encouraging you to preach to them. So it's a command to every believer, say, prophet, you are boring us. I'm not boring you. I'm talking about life issues. When we are talking about values, if I say, what is valuable in life? Some of you will mention cars, houses, is it? Few will mention souls. The most valuable thing in this life is a soul. We will leave everything behind, but the soul is eternal. So God is commanding us to go out and preach the gospel to all creation. Maybe the second reason is to demonstrate our love for God. If you love God, you will extend the good news to other people. The Bible says that in John 14, verse 15, John 14, verse 15, if you love me, you will obey his commandment. He said, if you love me, do what? How many of you love God? He says you should do what? Oh, you don't want to say that. We like receiving from God. We don't want to give to God. How many of you love God? So what is his command to you? You should keep what? And his command, his command I read that, one, that command, say, go into the world. So your love for God should let you, compel you to go and tell someone. When I said the well, I'm not saying that just walk to the whole, you need to know prophet, I need ticket. No, 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 you don't need ticket. Your world is your friend, your family, those who come around. Everybody has got his well or his sphere of influence. People you can influence. They are the one God is expecting. They are the one God is expecting you to be able to influence them with the gospel. So whoever is close to you, make sure he doesn't go to hell. Thank you. <laughs> if you love me, do what? Obey my commandment. Verse 21 says that he who has my commandment and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. That is how many, you see, how many want God to manifest himself to you? How many want Jesus to love you? He's giving you the, uh, the mathematical equation, how to get it. This is a laboratory. He said, if you do ABC, this is what is going to happen. He said, he, look at look. He who has my commandments, which I, I told you, and keeps them. Some people have the commandment, but they don't keep them. It's one thing having the commandment that the Jews sometimes they have. And it's one thing keeping it. Some of us hear the word of God. Some of us can even quote it. You can quote it forward, backward, sideways, everywhere. You can, you can do everything with this. Before the, I mention it, you end it. That is not it. It's good to memorize it. You have it. Keep it. Keeping it simply means doing what he says you should do. 
Oh, I hope. It is he. Who is that he? Who is that he? Who is that he? You, yeah. I mean. It is he who loves me. So God is telling you the one who loves him. He said, oh, me the donya miyama. Oh, you tell the lady, oh, lady, I love you so much. You tell your wife, I love you. You say, I love you. Is it? If you love your wife, if you love your husband, do you know how to show your love? You do what he likes. Isn't it? Anytime you want to show your love, you, you know your wife, you know your husband what they like. That day, some men, they like some type of food. When the wife is in a good mood, he surprised the husband with that kind of food. The man eats, he said, ow, we are said there. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Avna, what do you say? <laughs> food, 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 food. <laughs> If we love somebody, we cannot see love. How many of you can see the word love? You can see it. You can see it through action. So what is your action that you love God? How do you act? Because when you love something, love cannot just be hidden. You cannot hide love. You can't say you love somebody and be able to hide it. That is not true love. Love will always express itself. Oh, I love my children. You don't pay their school fees. I have money. Oh, it's a lie. Oh, I love the church. I come to offering. That's the time you dance well. You intend to dance so that the offering basket will pass by. <laughs> and you say you love. Love is always expressed. Tell somebody that you have to express your love. How many would like to marry a man or a woman who does not express his or her love? Good morning. Good morning. I'm fine. Will you eat? Yes. I'm hungry. How many of you will love that? Love will be romantic. Yes. Oh, you, you think you don't? I, I, you know, I know, I know. Sometimes people you don't think they are romantic. You see them when they are with somebody. Say, Is that this person? Hey, this Kagdi. They give some small smile. 
and they do some nice thing. He goes to town, he buys something and come and give it to you, isn't it? You should know what the person likes. You don't just do what somebody's husband likes. Your expression of love <laughs> should satisfy the one you are showing love to. Don't just say because uh, we, uh, Pastor said we should express love. Hey, sister, today, you say, I want, I want, I love you. Tomorrow, I want to tell her, well, I'll take you, I'll take you to some place, I'll go and eat. You talk, basa, 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 basa. And that, <laughs> And that alone put the woman off. <laughs> That's why when the, women, the men like you, they start visiting you. And see that their voice, their tone comes down. They have a certain tone. And you ladies, you understand. When he started, he starts speaking to you in that tone. What annoys everybody doesn't annoys him. Then you know that this guy, he knows where he's going. He may say, oh, 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 don't worry, don't worry. It's nothing. Just keep cool. <laughs> so if we want to express our love, we should find out what the person like. You don't just take somebody's, what somebody likes. Maybe that person want to be cool. You want to sit down and listen to music. If you want to show your love, bring him cool music. Sit with him and listen to the cool, even though you don't like cool music. Like, like, all that. <laughs> if that's the one you like, that's okay. But you don't, you don't bring that one to that person. Or if that person likes rap, You don't say, oh, can, and you put it. <laughs> you bring classical, it's nonsense to that person. It's annoying that person. He's not in at that, he doesn't like that song. So you have to adapt. If you love me, then, oh, yes, prophet. I love you. Then you cook fufu. Maybe the person don't even eat fufu. So when you love somebody, find out what he likes. And once you get it, then you can then express that love to them. Young man, don't, don't use that too. I know it's a, once you express it, the person becomes open. Everybody responds to love. Mm -hmm. 
So he said, if you love me, do what? It is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my father. Love will always return a rip love. If you love me, then my father too will love you. You can't hate these church members and say you love me. You can't say, I don't like these people, all these people, and say the pastor and think that the pastor will love you. You can hate somebody's children and expect the father of those children or the mother of those children to love you. So even if you're going to marry and the man have children, either you love the man and the children or there'll be problem in the marriage. If you hate the children, there'll be problem in the marriage. Hey, people have, have hit at certain things. If you're a woman to you're going to marry, um, uh, 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 a man to you're going to marry, the woman has children. Hey, you know, that's where the problem comes from. The people are not able to handle it. So, if you are entering into a marriage that have already got children, know that I'm giving you what you can see in future. Or else, that marriage will become worse. Make up your mind that whether the children are bad or good, I will love them. <laughs> if you can't, don't enter. That's my advice. Yeah. So he said, if you love me, my father will also do what? Love you. Then what again? He continued to say that not only the father, oh my God, I love Jesus. And I will love him and do what? Manifest. My people want to see the glory of Jesus. They want to see the power of God. They want to see this. Look, you will never see him die if you don't do that. That is why when the church responded to his commission and they move out, they see signs. And that's why I said that when you go and preach, this sign shall follow you because he will manifest himself to those people that I am there. He will begin to manifest himself that I am the healer. And he manifest himself that when you speak to the demons, he said you shall cast out what? Demons. And they will not be able to resist you because I will be around to make sure that the demons go. You will lay hands on what? Let's see. I am going to manifest myself to the sick that I am the healer. You don't need to do anything. You just obey. Go and speak. If somebody is sick, lay your hands. Pray for the person to get healed. The reason why I get results 
I mother was like, I just preached. Thursday, on Thursday, people don't get healed a lot. I don't do anything. It's not me. I just have to love the God, the Lord, and just do what he said I should do. Then it's very easy for the people, for him to reveal himself as a healer to them. It's not because I am too anointed. So don't struggle. Sometimes our prayers that we think we are the healers. It's good. Sometimes some people want to hear that. Eh? It, 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 can, it can help the faith for the people, but that's not the one that works, but it helps. If you love me, so God has commanded us to go out and we need to go out and do that it's God's heart it's God's desire according to Romans chapter 1 verse 14 we are 114 I am a debtor both to Greek and what barbarians both to wise and what to the unwise. We will say both the educated and the uneducated. He said, I'm a debtor. You owe them certain things. The, the gospel. You have to pay. To every tribe. It could be a tribe your tribe don't like. You are debtor to every man. If you know you have to pay it, you must get up every morning. And pray God bring them so that I will pay. Paul, this is what drove Paul. This is what was driving Paul in his life. And he knows that he owes men the good news. And you too, you owe men what? Tell you owe somebody a good news. So this year, I want you to be able to either influence somebody, bring somebody, preach to somebody, and let the person. Establish that person and let the person know Christ well. How many of you are sure that you do that? How many of you, Lord Jesus, if you love him and you do it, let him see your hand. Great, may the Lord help you. Amen. Then Mark 8, 36. I'll be finishing very soon. I'll continue next week. But what will it profit a man if he gains what? The whole world and loses what? His own soul. If we understand the soul of a man, we will do everything to be able to, to bring that soul to Christ. A soul, human being by nature, the way God created as he created us in his image, and God is eternal. So you yourself, the one sitting down there, look at your body. It is a house, a container. It can grow old, 
it can grow weak, it can die. Death simply means separation. It can separate itself from your, you yourself. That's why I call it death. The spiritual death is separation of God from man's spirit. Because the Bible says, the day that you eat the food, you shall surely die. But when Adam ate the fruit, did he die? He died spiritually. But physically he was walking. So we have a physical death, which is the separation of the, the, the body and the spirit. And we have a spiritual death, which is the separation of your spirit from God. And the spiritual death is the most serious one. The physical death, 70, 100, 120, those who want to spend so much. 140, 150, let me give you uh, 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 960. 60 what? Somebody has to add one. 170, and 970. Oh, let me give you 1,000. We call it millennium man. <laughs> After 1,000, you will die. Huh? But our spirit never dies. It will either go to God or go to hell. That is why we need to rescue them. We might not be able to uh, provide them something that meet all their physical needs. But their spiritual need is met. I want to meet people in heaven. I want to meet any pe the people I walk with, I see in the around me in heaven. And that is what should be our desire. The soul is eternal. The soul never dies. It will continue after death. And that is where it's very important. What shall it profit a man? If he gains the whole world and loses his own soul. So yes, the worldly things are good. To have worldly uh, 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 acknowledgement is good. To put your name on a school is good. <laughs> this is why I can say that. So that no, but I, I'm not, I can. But that is not all. If you do that and loses your soul, you are nothing. And for your information, the day you fall down and you are dead, decisions are already made. The decisions should be made on before you die. And that is what we need to get to people before they die. And this is a mandate given to us by Christ Jesus. As a church, we should continue to do that. And that will help us. In the 60s and the 70s, the issues have a great effect. They started as schools, isn't it? It was not denominational. It was their concern was Christ Jesus. They preach Christ. 
and they know nothing else. Out of that, it has affected Christianity, especially in Ghana. All around. From Catholic to Presby, Methodist, most of the pastors, when I meet them, they are almost, we are almost. Yes. Almost all the pastors or those who headed the place, they are, they've all gone through that system. But somebody carried that good news to them when they were young. And now they've carried that thing and they're influencing their churches. Now, I can't even say born-again churches are only uh, 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 charismatic. Sometimes you go to, I went to some church, Anglican church. They were more charismatic than the charismatic. Feel yeah. isn't it? What church was that? Saint Super. Uh, As under any church, you know. Cyprian. Hey. They are charismatic. I say, wait. We are running to become like them, and they are running to become like us. Where are we going? <laughs> you go to many of these churches, see revival happening. Praise be churches. This day you don't know who is who. First, the tongue cries for only some specific group. But the youth there, they speak tongues more than you. I heard in some of the way speaking, I said, is it Latin? I said, no, no. It's, it, when I heard where it talk. <laughs> the spirit of God is breaking through, but he takes the gospel. To be able to break through we need to be able to break through all other angles and every sphere your workplace is anywhere let that word go and this is your mandate as a christian carry that mandate and fulfill that mandate god bless you we have come with